You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Won't apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. We're talking games and movies and actors. Words. Better shake your booties for Black Girl Nerds. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie and this episode is hosted by Ryan. We love to feature up-and-coming and and budding actors and entertainers on this podcast. And in this episode, we are proud to present to you actor Layla Pruitt. Layla currently stars as Nicole in the TV series BMF on Stars, which recently was renewed for their second season. Layla also co-starred in the movie Flight alongside Denzel Washington. And she just joined the star-studded cast of Jerry Bruckheimer's family comedy, Secret Headquarters, which is set to hit theaters in August of this year. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Black Girl Nerds podcast with budding star Layla Pruitt. Welcome to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And, you know, I've been chilling out a little bit, working my way through my watch list. You know, we're coming off the holidays, so it's a lot of chill time. And I I guess I was late to the party because I just started watching BMF on Stars. Season one is all the way out. Like, you can watch the whole season, binge watch it, talk about it if you're late to the party like me. But what is so interesting about the show, like everybody knows the black, uh, black mafia family, you know, notorious influential crime family throughout U.S. history. But what's cool about this show is you get all the facts and you get to figure out how the family members, you know, reacted and what their lives were changed. It's not just about the main members, you know, what happened to their family members, what happened to the people around them. So that's what I think is so cool about BMF season one. And that makes me even more excited for my guest today, actor, entertainer, writer, uh, Layla Pruitt is in the building. Also known as Nicole, if you're a fan of the show, if you're a fan of the show. <laughs> How you doing, Layla? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing good. So excited for you to join me. We were talking before we started recording. Two black girl nerds in the building are on this, are on this podcast. So this is so dope. It's going to be so cool. Yes, ma'am. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's start from the beginning because I got to read a little bit of your background. I thought it was so cool. Tell me a little bit about like how you got into acting and how you knew acting was for you. Well, um, I was really, really young, but my brother got into acting before me because my grandma came to my mom and my dad and she was like, can I uh, send their pictures to this agency? And my parents were like, okay. So she did. And then the agency ended up picking us both up. And they sent me on an audition for a Haribo gummy bear commercial. (laughs) And I ended up booking it and I just loved it on set. Um, I loved how, you know, everybody everybody worked together to make Mm. this commercial. And I was like, this is really going on TV. You know, that was crazy. So that that, that whole experience just really hooked me for for the long run because I still love it. So that's, that's how I got into it. 
Now, what was the what was the most challenging thing? Like, what did you learn? I guess from the commercial world coming into like the series here, what was like one of the main tips? Like, people that's listening, trying to get into it, or don't know what to expect. I think um, because the hairboat commercial was the first audition for mine that I and I ended up booking it, which is a blessing. It was also sort of a learning curve because, like, with acting, you know, it's it's usually like a hundred no's for every one yes. So I was right. kind of. I, I guess, and, and I was really young, so I was kind of like, oh, this is great. I'm good at this. This is easy. Let me just really keep doing this. But then, you know, as I got older and kept auditioning and things like that, I definitely paid my dues in terms of uh, understanding and taking a rejections. But I'm really, I'm really happy about that, actually, too, because, you know, I can take a rejection and <laughs> take a no without, um, you know, going crazy over it. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's very important. Yeah, that's huge for people listening that want to get into it. And, um, you know, you got to be ready for those no's because you never, you know, you don't. And then you got to be ready for like when it comes up, it's like, oh, now it's your opportunity to go. Right, right, right. right. I, I, that was definitely something that that uh, I had to I had to learn. And I, and I did learn through all these years. <laughs> Well, listen, we're glad and happy that you suck with it and you learn all these cool lessons because we get to watch you on BMF. So you got to tell us, like, how did it start out? You know, what did you think? Were you going to play Nicole? Well, when I got the audition, I was I was I mean, I was really intrigued off the bat because I, I talked to my parents about it. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, I think some of my. Uh, you know, some of my line sisters, she's a Delta. Uh, <laughs> some of my line sisters, uh, you know, like know about them or you know because they were really in Atlanta too and Detroit and so you know like just having uh, my own family connection even though I, I didn't know anything about them yet but having my own little family connection with with you know something that they did was was really interesting and um and so I just did a bunch of research in it and um uh, from first glance Nicole is pretty different than than me um from like experience wise and and apron personality wise so it was really cool to like dive into a different kind of character too so that was really fun yeah and what's uh, yeah I was I was gonna say too like if you want to dive more into it a little bit more but I was gonna ask you like what have been some of your like your favorite scenes and or maybe more more challenging scenes because you know this is tough like you're a role model you know it's like I said it's a different side of seeing you know um a young girl of color in this world and getting to see like how it affects the family right one scene that was definitely more challenging was um, the scene where me and Meech, Meech comes and picks me up in his car and then we swerve and we're, he's driving really fast and I'm like diving out of the car in episode two. That was really challenging for me because for some reason, angry scenes are sort of difficult to do. Like sad scenes are easy, happy scenes are easy, but angry scenes are just weird for me. So it was just uh, a matter of like tapping into some sort of anger and understanding where Nicole was coming from with her anger at Meech and, and Da Vinci and everything that's going on with her. So um, that was, that one was definitely challenging. And then, you know, <laughs> having to get past my, um, shock, not shock, but my, like, um, starstruckness of being in a scene with <laughs> Meech because he yeah. was actually in the family. And so I was like, oh, he's so cool. Like he gets it. He's, he's in it. Like he knows what's going on. And so I was, you know, but I, I got over that thankfully. And, and we got to do the scene and he was really super chill. So it was really fun. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what was that like to, you know, get to know uh, Meech and Da Vinci? Like, you know, they're your, bro- you know, they're brothers on your show. So you guys have to like, you know, kind of, you know, in a sense, or it's, it's nice too because you guys obviously everybody got the job. So you're on set. But, you know, building that relationship because it, it's very, you guys do a great, it's very believable. Like I'm, you know, you're their little sister that they're they're pulling in, you know, and trying to like they think they're sheltering you from this world, but it's like when you're when you're part of the mafia, you know, when you're in this world, can you how much can you really shelter, you know? Right, and that's really true. I mean, um, on set, it really, especially with Da Vinci, because I had I had a few more scenes with Da Vinci, but um, especially, I mean, just playing games on set and like in between takes, it was really funny uh you know telling jokes to them and telling stories and stuff it it was they were actually like my brothers on set um I do have an older brother and so you know I just tried to connect with them and all that yeah (laughs) you know so so we could we could have that sort of dynamic and it definitely worked because they you know they were teasing me with the episodes like episode six and and all the episodes with Darius and Mm -hmm. (laughs) they would tease me and stuff like that so it was um it was really, it was really, really fun. You know, yeah, I like, I was, that was actually my next question. Cause that's one, I feel like that's one of the, you know, the real pivotal parts that people are going to get to see if they haven't checked it out. You and Darius, that character. Um, and you know, that hardship that Nicole goes through, cause she's already like, she's already caught in a rock and a hard place. Right. Because she can't, you know, she's, obviously she doesn't this is not the life she chose right you know obviously this is a part of her family and everything like that but at the same time you know she's dealing with her surroundings as well you know this is what she's growing up as you know sometimes her family doesn't her parents can't provide her with certain things so she's going to her brothers so you know inevitably she's going to get caught up in this world and I'm curious like you know with the scene with Darius um, you know, first of all, what was that like to shoot? Like, I guess, first of all, like just going through that, because, you know, it's very real in the black community, just period. Yes. Um, shooting. You talking about the scene in episode six where he gets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, not episode. Well, the the I guess I should say I don't want to give too much away for them, but I you know, I guess I should say how the relationship ends between the both of them. Right. That was um, that was something really interesting. I remember getting the script for that episode and, and reading it and being just devastated because I had always had so much fun um, with Raymond C, who is the actor that plays Darius on set. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we would just, you know, tell jokes again and just be having a ball on set. So I was really sad about that. But um, shooting that scene was, it was obviously really important. So um you know, again, just doing doing research uh, and 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 preparing and getting those emotions together and, and preparing to uh, be able to display believably um, a sadness like that and a shock like that that um, that unfortunately, especially in the eighties, a lot of black people did have to go through in 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 one way or another. And what I'm curious, like, what do you hope people take away from your character? Or is there something that you learned that you're like, oh, my gosh, I did not expect to, to like finish a season. And, you know, I learned this because I know you said you, you know, you know, you, you knew a little bit about the family in that world. But, you know, you didn't know much until you dived into it. Well, I always say, like, as a takeaway, I really just want people to um, to take away that they were they were actual people and they were real people. You know what I mean? So they. Um, you know, people usually come into it with the perception of like, oh, they were criminals or, oh, they were really geniuses or they were loyal or they, you know, whatever. But no one is just so one note like that. Everyone has, you know, layers. And so I think the show really displays that. And um, 
with with uh, Nicole with Nicole's side of it, I think Nicole Nicole's storyline and the parents' storyline really brings in the family's uh, responses and the family's aspect to it, and how that really uh, influenced a lot of Meech and, and Terry's choices in their in their lives. So I think that's one of the more important things to remember from the show, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And two, um, by the way, congratulations. I heard season two is coming. I know we're in a pandemic, so nobody ever knows like like dates and when everything's are coming. Right. Um, I'm I'm really excited about it. I don't know much about a schedule right now, but I'm really excited <laughs> about it. It is confirmed, so just be on the lookout for it because it is coming. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, we're super excited. It's cool to hear it with season two. Is there anywhere like I know you guys just get the paper, you read the script, you gotta bring it to the to the you know to the to the world, to the audience. So you have no control over this. But I was curious like as you're diving more into their story and everything like that, is there any place that you um that you're curious to explore as far as Nicole? Um, well, she really wanted to go on that trip to the Bob Lobo. And <laughs> so I think mm. maybe, you know, if they can recreate one, that might be cool to, to go there or but I think, uh, I don't know, I think it, I think it's probably gonna dive more into the business with, uh, especially with how it ended as the season ended. Um, so I think uh, being able to maybe experience um like how da vinci did how he had to be or how terry did how he had to be in school and be with meech this season i think that it, it might be fun it might be interesting for nicole to uh, experience some of that having to you know do a little bit of what terry did this season with being at school but also maybe helping her brothers uh with their business maybe a little bit so that that uh would be interesting to explore yeah, that'd be cool. We seen we seen like her little fight moves. Like she ain't going down easy. So she she's done picked up a she picked up a couple things here. So that'd be cool going into season two to see how that goes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm excited. I am excited about that. But I wanted to ask you too one one last thing here about the show about um Nicole's character and where it's branching out here. Do you feel like I guess looking back, if you kind of I don't know if you like to watch yourself. I know some. I know I hate going back listening to like my old podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta hear my voice and look at it. But just kind of <laughs> like taking it in, I guess, as a fan and going back. Do you feel like Meech and T are really protecting her, or do you feel like it's just like they're just trying to coast along as long as they can before something really bad happens? I think it's really touch and go. I, I think um, when we were filming, it really, it, it felt like from, from my perspective playing Nicole, it felt like they were protecting. They always came from a protective standpoint, but after watching it and, and really seeing how the fluidity of the scenes and how they all played out right, together, yeah. I think that they really took it situationally. And I think that sometimes, you know, cause Meech and Terry were two different people. So they came at it with two different um, outlooks on whatever situation was going on. So, you know, when I was out there in 12th street where I wasn't supposed to be, you know, Meech <laughs> was like, we need to go get her and protect her. But also, you know, when it was time for me to be interrogated, Meech was like, you need to, you know what it is. So, <laughs> so right, I right. Think took it situationally and sometimes Terry would have a problem sometimes me would have a problem and sometimes they would agree so um I don't know I don't think it, I don't think that it could be summarized as one thing like that you know mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. That, and that's what I think is so cool about your character. And I, like I said, I cannot wait for season two to see where you guys go. Because, I mean, you could pretty much sum up. I mean, I think it's unique, you know, to be the age of the character and what Nicole is experiencing and what she's going through. But, you know, like we keep harping on, we keep emphasizing just seeing the family, what they deal with. Because so many of these shows, you know, are back the heads of the, the organization. And it's like, well, what about their family? Like they keep, you know, it's always like, well, I'm going to protect them. I'm going to have guards over here. But, you know, how much of that world can you protect them? Or how much, you know, do they realize? that you don't know that they realize uh, can you repeat the question sorry oh no no no. it's just i was just kind of summarizing how i thought it was real cool how they they kind of emphasize the family members and um yeah. you know kind of bring out their stories and everything so i just thought that was dope but yeah just basically telling everybody they better go right now on stars and watch season one and check you and check you out no really because i mean mr russell hornsby and miss Nicole white and, uh, <laughs> holding it down for the parents roles mom and pop i mean they really they really did that thing so yes please tune in and watch them <laughs> Okay, we're going to transition here because we, we started nerding out a little bit before I hit record here. So I read that you like dystopian books, like you're a real big reader when you're not on sets. Yes, ma'am. I love dystopian books and fantasy books. I'll tell you what, my the one of the best series is that I've ever read in my life, I read it in middle school, are called The Lunar Chronicles. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's like... I've heard of it. I haven't checked it out, but I have heard of it. It's so well written, so well written. I mean, like it, it basically takes the stories of like the Disney princesses, like Cinderella, you know, Tangled, like all, all of them. And it puts them like in this futuristic. Now I'm going to describe it and it's going to make it sound, you know, kind of whack, but it's this futuristic, like cyborg, like Android era. And there's like Imperials and emperors. And it's so good. And it's so well written please. Look, you said cyborg and android. I don't feel like there's anything boring about that. Okay. I mean, I want to see Disney princesses within that world. Okay. Because, because it makes it interesting. You know, it just puts it instead of, cause I've definitely read books and enjoyed books that are from the medieval era and have that whole, you know, that castles and, and, and creeks and things like that, which is great. But when you put, when you like, when you combine and smash together those two worlds, it's so cool. It, it's so freaking cool. So that's one thing I love. I definitely love that. But I'm also really into historical right now. I'm on my um, I'm on my civil rights type beat because of uh, things that are going on in our world right now. Right. Yeah. And I actually just got this book for Christmas, the 1619 okay. Project. Yeah. Very excited to start reading it. I already started a little bit. I'm in the preface right now, and it's. So so freaking relatable I, I can't wait to read that book yeah well I just I gotta add to my my list because the only one I've read is Handmaid's Tale and I thought it couldn't get any crazier than the book so I was like I gotta add to my list so it'll be cool to take a little break yeah yeah I haven't read Handmaid's Tale yet and we don't ha I don't think we have the streaming service that it comes on but I definitely need to read it because I did forget that was a book so I definitely need listen to I, I will caution you it goes deep it goes deep you'll get lost in the world but it goes deep <laughs> oh man like 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 it'd be sad like i'm gonna be crying in my in, in my oh yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely some crying so you know you and listeners if y'all don't want to cry you know it's gonna be some feelings and all that kind of stuff so you know maybe get through 1619 and come back later or something like that okay i think i think i'll do that and i'll time it you know based on where I, wherever i'm at in my <laughs> in my life at that point so <laughs> to yeah time it. Well, I guess this is where I already nerding out in the world. Like, what time period would you like want to jump back to and then jump back real quick? Jump back? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm not> that. <laughs> when you think about the uh when you think about the 
complexion that we're rocking here. Right. You're right. You're right. Which, okay. Maybe we need to go forward then. So like, if you could, I guess your future, your future time period and create like, so I guess we like you to go forward maybe. I definitely, I, I definitely want to see what I'm like as an elder. I want to see what I'm like in like the seventies and eighties of my life. Oh, so there just, you go. Yeah. But if I have to go back, if I do have to go back and I can control what I'm doing, I'm definitely exactly. going to go back. <laughs> right i'm definitely going back to the civil rights civil rights era so then i can you know just have conversations with martin luther king and malcolm x and coretta scott king and all those amazing people i just want to understand what they were about because i didn't you know i didn't get to feel uh, alive when they were stepping so I'm, I'm really i would really like to do that <laughs> yeah that's cool you know instead of having to go to the museum like just step back a little bit you know and just get to ask them like a little question here and there like all because you know we just get the history books and it's like well what if i could just right. go back for a little bit and get a little story and come forward oh you got an idea what you got i just thought of a way better one please scratch the other one scratch the other one i mean all right we're scratching one. it we're scratching it i want to go back to back before before the middle passage before slavery before all that I want to go back to African royalty. To, like, I want to go back to African times when we were on and popping. We had our kingdoms. I want to be a princess. I want to go back <laughs> and be a princess in Africa. That's what I want to do. Look, you take it. We need the real life Wakanda. I keep telling people, like, we need to go back to real life Wakanda. Listen, I'm saying, but well, now, you know, Atlanta claims being real life Wakanda. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. We do want to go back. I want to go back and just, mm, I just want to, I really, because we don't get representation like that. I mean, it really, for Black people, it just starts with slavery. So I want to go back, get some ideas, write them down, come back, and write some movies about them. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, I know, I know you're getting into writing, so that'd be cool. There you go. You already got your ideas down because, see, I'm tired of hearing people talk about in the history books, but we don't have the movies, we don't have the references and stuff yet, so that yeah. would be cool. You know, that's where in history, you know, in schools, that's where it starts for us. It's unless you, you know, take world history or something like that. It for black people, it starts in slavery and then, you know, we vanish for a couple centuries and then we come right. back up in the right movement, which is whack. So I definitely exactly. Yep. That's definitely, yeah, for sure. OK, OK, for sure. Now I know what I'm going to be researching for my next. <laughs> my Look, next yeah, that's cool. Right. And we got to have you back after you finish your research because you keeping me up on my game here because I need to start reading more. You know, I'll be like I started picking up the, the audio books and I got to keep it uh, keep it going. Yes, ma'am. Please, please do. I love reading so much. Oh, yeah. Audio books are good, too in the car yeah i have to do it because i like i won't stay focused like i'm trying to do too much and it's like but see i love how you went to you took an old school i love that though because we so technology right now i love how you took an old school but see i gotta get my focus right so i have to i have to stay with audiobooks for sure no i get it i mean there are multitaskers in this world i cannot do that you know if you the only if the only <laughs> way that you can read a book is to listen to it that's perfect because you're doing two things at once i cannot do that so <laughs> that's great <laughs> Look at look y'all, Layla dropping knowledge. She reading all the novels. And look, y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all one more time. Y'all better go and check BMF out, season one, all stars. Thank you, Layla, so much. It's been so much fun nerding out, talking with you about the show. Thank you so much for having me. I love this so much. <laughs> and we definitely got it. Like I said, when you finish your research, definitely come back. I will. I will. No, for sure. I will. Bye, guys. Bye, Layla. Thank you. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Brodnax. 
The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Spotify.